Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Football and Feelings, the podcast that shows a deeper side to the fans, the creators, anyone with an affiliation with the sport that we all love. You've joined me for a slightly different format today. We're going to do three key questions on this uh, this audio exclusive episode. One's going to be football related, one's going to be hypothetical and one's going to be deep and personal. And for that, I'm joined by Alfie Macken. Hello, mate. How are you? Hello, mate. I'm all good. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure, mate. Welcome to the studio. What, what, what do you think? <laughs> yeah, it's my first online podcast, actually. Is so, it? Um, yeah, it's new to me, but now I'm excited for it. To be fair, got a nice setup going. Yeah, nice one, mate. Yeah, I've, I've seen I've seen the vids that you've done. Uh, you do a lot of like solo podcasting, don't you? Yeah, recently I have been, obviously due to like lockdown that sort of yeah, thing. But yeah. I really want to start just getting people back into mm. you know my setup and stuff because I prefer the face to face. It's so much better. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, it is much better. And you need, you know, you need to get Robbie Knox on a bench again. That's 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 what we all need. <laughs> funny, funnily, uh, I look back at that. Funnily enough, and like we're sat between some bird poo, like, it, and and I never noticed it when I was there. And I was editing it, and I was like, I could title this like Alfie Mack and Robbie Knox chatting between some bird poo. Like, honestly, what a setup. <laughs> yeah, you don't you don't get that on Joe Rogan's podcast. <laughs> no, no, you don't. You don't. <laughs> Anyway, before we sort of dive into like these three questions, Alfie, I'll ask you, as as I do for for most of the guests, really, how are you feeling at the moment mentally? How uh, how are you doing? Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, I'm decent at the moment. Um, got a lot on my mind just in terms of like uh, work and stuff. But knowing other, mm. in general, all good, man. All good. How are you? How are you doing? Yeah, I'm all right. Yeah, I've had a, a very busy few weeks. Probably like the busiest that I've. I've ever been it feels like and I felt you know you know when you get really busy and you're spinning all these different plates you can feel overwhelmed and inevitably inevitably, all of these plates sort of crash down because you're trying to spin too many plates but um, yeah not too bad trying to keep things simple you know just doing uh, doing the the usual stuff going through the motions each day do you know what I mean no literally I'm the same I'm the exact same Mm. Right, let's dive into the the first question, which is going to be what player or which player made you fall in love with the sport? Go on, you you go first, you take the lead. Okay, this was very easy for me. As soon as I saw this question that you sent over to me, I was like, bang, I know. (laughs) For me, it's it's none other than Steven Gerrard. Um, Nice. Mainly because it's not just that he was an amazing player, but he was like such a pivotal captain for that Liverpool team and I I don't think people give enough respect to him like he stood out and was that good and his class is one of the best Premier League midfielders of all time whilst being surrounded by no offence a team that was nowhere near his standards Mm, and there were many times yeah Jay (laughs) Spear and David and Gog up front like and there were many opportunities in his career where he was offered a better place to play football to get that Premier League trophy to gain even more Champions League trophies obviously the famous one with nearly going to Chelsea mm. they didn't do 
And I think I respect him even more for that because he was that close and he knew he would have excelled and even got more goals, more assists, more trophies by leaving Liverpool to go to the likes of Chelsea. He had offers from Man United earlier in his career, but he stayed with his boyhood club. And yeah, I think that's one. That's the main reason, like this, the respect for him. And when I was younger, everything had to be Steven Gerrard for me. My boots, my mm. first pair of boots, I was like, Dad, I want Steven Gerrard's boots. What ones he's got? He had these Predators at the time, bought the Predators, haircut my my auntie used to cut my hair for me and i was like i want steven gerald's haircut and do you remember at school you had um world book day or something yeah 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 everyone would go different characters i went as steven gerald just because <laughs> and i got away with it because he was in a I match you know do you remember the match books like yeah, the match football books yeah. he was i was like technically he's in a book i can go as him but honestly everything everything was steven gerald that's incredible. I, I, I can imagine you rocking up to school in your full kit. Um, was there Astros involved? I'm sure there were Astros. Oh, involved. yeah, yeah. I think, I can't remember them. Probably T90s or something. I, I remember yeah, rocking yeah. up with a ball as well. I took a ball with me <laughs> and everything. It was, um, it was his England jersey, number four. And nice. Gerard on the back. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that is iconic. Yeah, I've, uh, yeah. you're right. Gerard is, he was um, just unreal. He's always in the conversation when people regardless of where they're from when they talk about like the best centre mids of the game mm. like he's always in that conversation like you'll hear all the all the yeah. foreign players talking about it like him Lampard Skulls as well it, it is so annoying three. yeah they're, they're the big three aren't they it's so annoying that we had I, I don't know if they all played together at the same time probably Skulls maybe a little bit uh, later in his career when that England sort of set up and how it just didn't work it still it still frustrates me still upsets me yeah. Euro 2004 the golden generation Lampard oh. Rooney like Beckham Skulls Sol Campbell Michael Owen oh, yeah. the list goes on the yeah, squad was ridiculous it was insane. Yeah, I remember watching that in my year six hall at the, at the time, I think, <laughs> dressed in my, in my England top. I had one of the, do you remember the reversible shirts? I think they were big Yes, I do. I do remember that. I do remember that, actually. Yeah, they were, they were mega. Anyway, my, I'm going on to my player. Similar to similar to you, I think, as you're a Liverpool fan, my, I'm an Arsenal fan. Mine's, it's, it's obvious. It's an easy answer. It's very predictable. It's going to have to be Thierry Henry because it was the long sleeves. It's the gloves. Oh. It's the mercurial vapours. It was like I'm watching art, mate. Honestly, I'd spend hours yeah. before and after Arsenal games, like uh, in the garden with a Nike ball, just like playing playing at Highbury in my head, pretending that was Thierry Henry. And yeah, people the say we look alike. The with the golden lettering. Oh, yes. The O2. Oh, the O2. Wow. It's the O2 shirt. Yeah, that was, a, that, was, that was my favourite Arsenal shirt of that era. I think it just because of... You see, you still see the pictures of him now get uploaded onto Twitter. It's like you know, it was over before it even started yeah, when yeah. he rocks up with the gloves. Yeah. Um, and I don't think I realised as an Arsenal fan in that era. I don't think I realised how lucky I was to grow up with like one of the best teams in the world in the form of their oh, life. Yeah, like, 100%. I, I thought it was normal, 100%. mate. Like I remember the Invincibles. Yeah. I just thought that was like, I thought that was pretty good. I didn't really understand like how how good it was. Do you know what I mean? I think you realise how much you miss it now with like the current, like the last few, five years as an Arsenal fan. Probably more mm. than five, last yeah. ten maybe. It's been just a downhill slope. It's been it's been rough. I feel sorry for Arsenal fans. Yeah, thank you. We we appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I yeah, do to have be... to say though, sorry, I do have to say yeah, that on. Thierry Henry for me, I think in my opinion, he's 
the best player to ever play in the Premier League ever. Out of everyone, I know Ronaldo's been in the Premier League, but in terms in terms of like being an I- like a Premier League icon and just talent and just uh, he was he's the best ever in the Premier League. I think. Yeah, I think I agree. I agree definitely. I and mean, I know I'm probably a bit biased, but the, you've sort of backed <laughs> that up as well. But yeah, to be a yeah, fan exactly. of that in- Invincibles team. Yeah, but it was incredible. Also, there was the, the the thing with Arsene Wenger. Like I, I thought it was normal for a club to keep a manager for like twenty years. Like I, only when I got a bit older, you see clubs like hopping between managers every few mm. years. Um, yeah, I don't, what was what, I don't remember what Liverpool situation was with with managers. It was a bit skippy, <sighs> wasn't it? Well, so when I was like dead young, it was obviously Gerard Houllier, yeah, and then um, Rafa Benitez, and. Before Klopp, Rafa Benitez was like the longest serving Liverpool manager. We went from like Rafa to like Kenny, uh, Kenny mm. came back and like Roy Hodgson stuff. And it was a bit of a mess for a few years. Obviously Klopp's been in knocking on six years now. Nice. But um, in that period from probably after winning the FA Cup in 2006 and then maybe even up until Klopp came, there was, a, there was a few years of like good play and stuff, but Liverpool mm. were in a dire situation, an absolute dire situation. How are you feeling at the moment as a Liverpool fan? Um, I'm probably, you know what, before I say this, I know a lot of people are going, <laughs> oh yeah, great Scouse accent you've got and stuff like that. And um, that's a whole different topic for another time. I'll, I'll back that 100% as to why I'm a Liverpool fan. And hey, you support accent. Brentford as well. I my my family my granddad used to play for Brentford back in the day oh, and um nice. so my whole family are from West London from Brentford and you've I've no idea where the Liverpool came from but ever since I was young my granddad my nan and grand used to look after me like most days obviously my mum and dad are at work and hmm. it was just Liverpool 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 from my granddad he was obsessed with Kenny Dalglish and then you, you you get used to what you grow up with what you're taught so I was yeah, surrounded yeah. by Liverpool and that's why I support Liverpool like if my dad was a Saints fan, or like my family were a Saints fan, I'd be a Saints fan. It's kind of that. It could have been any team, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So yeah. So where does the where do you draw the line then between like your affiliation with Brentford and with Liverpool? Obviously, they're not in the same league now. If they were playing to, playing against each other, it's too. Oh, it's crazy. I've had this so many times. I we were des- so desperate for Brentford to come up last year when we were in the playoff finals, and it honestly, I I think I'd have to step down and just. Obviously, Liverpool probably win, but if Brentford were to beat Liverpool, like I would, you, I couldn't be upset because mm. it, my granddad wouldn't be upset either. But I, I'd love to see them play against each other. I, thought, I think that'd be brilliant. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think that'd be good. Uh, so we've we've discussed our our sort of favourite players, I guess, the players that helped us mm. fall in love with the sport. Were there any players though that you that you didn't like? Like I remember really disliking Didier Drogba mainly because as an Arsenal fan that being loving Thierry Henry so much he was like the closest sort of thing you had to in terms of yeah. talent he was he was the closest he was the he was the other choice that people sort of went for uh, and I was probably just just protective <laughs> no yeah no oh, that's a great question um off the top of my head I'd probably go for it's so hard nowadays I don't really like there's players that you think that you don't really like when you see yeah, him, like yeah. Everton. There's a few Everton players. No, Holgate. <laughs> I'm not really a fan of Holgate. No. I don't know why. I, he just never... I watched him for one game and he was just like... He looked like a spoiled brat yeah, on the he's pitch. He's done nothing I wrong. Like, I was like, no, 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 no. Um, oh, you know what? I can't actually think. You know, actually, no, like... When Ronaldo was at United, I used to just... Mm. 
I just didn't like him. Like I, I was a pre- even though I was young, I was still appreciative that he was a great player, and mainly probably because it was United. But um, yeah, just Ronaldo. I think he just used to annoy me, especially like um when he used to showboat all the time. But now I can step back and go, nah, it's Ronaldo. I should have never been like, should have never had a negative um opinion towards him. But yeah, that's when I was like younger. Yeah, I know what you mean. It was annoying though when he'd when he'd run rings around your defender and then come back and just do step overs in front of in front of your player just to <laughs> to pull their pants down. Yeah, pain in yeah, the ass, mate. That night in Istanbul, where? <laughs> how old were you when that happened? I was five, and now um, obviously dead young, but um, I still remember like the game and stuff, and I still rem- I remember we were in the Champions League final two years later when we played AC Milan again, where we lost that time. But either, I've always had like quite a good memory. I can remember things from when I was like two. And right. um, something like that, you just don't forget, <laughs> even though at that age, you don't really have an opinion on football because you're still, you're just, you're, you're, you're kind of just a big toddler at five years old. But I still remember the game quite vividly. And I, I do wish I could experience that again. But I say the, the closest thing for me where I've actually been able to appreciate something and like live like one of those great comebacks was the game against Barcelona. Obviously mm. a bit maybe not yeah. a bit a bit different because it wasn't a final or something, but the fact that we went on and won the Champions League after that game was very sweet. Yeah, that was mega. Do you ever go through the go through the realms of YouTube to watch the, the Istanbul highlights? Of you should see my history, mate. It's just high yeah, literally it's football. <laughs> yeah. It's literally just football. <laughs> Steven Gerrard's Best bits and highlights, 1080p. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like a lot. I love all that, like compilations and stuff. Like, great. I I watch anything from like the 60s and up. Like all all football. Just uh, love they're it. always they are always shit EDM tracks on the overlay. It's so annoying. <laughs> I just turn it off and put my Spotify in or something if I'm watching like a 20 minute one. <laughs> yeah, good idea. I remember when when Arsenal lost uh, the Champions League final to Barcelona. I was in year six. We went on a on a trip to Wales as like a goodbye to primary school. And uh, yeah. I was devastated. The, the teacher wouldn't let me watch the game properly to begin with. We were at bowling at this point. I remember this so vividly. And I kept saying I needed to go to the toilet so I could walk past the TV really slowly <laughs> and have a, have a beak. And eventually they um, they just gave in and, and, and the teacher came and sat with me whilst I watched it. But it like then I didn't realise how big the Champions League was yeah, at exactly. that point. At that age, like at yeah. five years old, when I was that Champions League, like I didn't really, I just knew I was Liverpool in a final. Like now I can look back, watch the replay and go, wow, what a moment and stuff. But at that age, you, you're not really like clued up on it, if you know what I mean. Mm, yeah, let's hope as well that one day that kids don't have that feeling for the for the Super League if that oh, ever comes God. into fruition at some point. What let's fucking joke. hope not. Yeah, what a joke! Honestly, yeah, amazing. We'll, amazing. We'll save. I'll save that topic because uh, a lot of people have uh, have sort of spoken about it. Probably a better. We than, would overrun by two hours if we were to do that right now. Yeah, <laughs> we would yeah. overrun. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I want to move on to to a hypothetical question, which is quite deep as well, though. I want to yes. see if you would rather forget who you are. Or no, wait, never. Sorry, never forget who you are, or never forget who everyone else is. See again, like I, I saw this question, I was like, I kind of knew the answer straight away. Like, and I'd go with, I'd never want to, 
I'd rather forget myself than forget everyone around me because if you forgot everyone around you, you'd be the loneliest person in the world. You'd honestly, mm. I think that would drive me insane. I'd rather forget about myself and then try and figure that out again instead of trying to relearn all these new people and stuff. And I'd, I'd hate to forget my family and friends. That'd be awful. That'd be absolutely terrible. <laughs> <laughs> There's not really a good outcome either way to this question. But that's that's interesting. I, I actually side with I'd rather forget everyone else because I oh, think right. that I don't think anyone could teach me who I am better than I could. Like, I feel like I could learn who I other people are quicker than learning about myself. And I think it will be it will be fascinating to to it would be fascinating to forget who you are because it would be like a reboot. Like you will have all these we all have these little judgments and opinions and beliefs that sort of shape like how we act and how and how we think about stuff. So it would be yeah. weird to have all them just thrown out and then you build your opinions up again. But I don't know. I've, yeah I think I'd rather forget other people. I would I, I would on the face of it, I think I would enjoy learning about these people again. You can relearn about people quite easily, I think. Like you probably, you and I, we, you, you will have forgotten people now that you were, maybe not people you're really close to, but we've all forgotten yeah, I know, who yeah. people are. Then you remember them and you're like, oh shit, yeah, I know that person. I think that would be with easier. This, with this, so is it the case of, oh, we wake up and the next day you don't remember anyone? Because that would be pretty strange waking up, you know who you are. But you walk downstairs, you see your mum and dad, you're like, but you don't know it's your mum and dad. And you're like, what's going on? I'm in this house with these strangers. Yeah, I think that's I think that's how it would be. You're like, you'd wake up <laughs> as if you're living your life, but you but all the people were just like like almost blanked over in your in your memory. Sounds horrifying. Oh, that's it, that's it. That is a deep one. That is a deep yeah. one. Yeah. I think I'm I'm gonna stick to my answer though, and I think I'd rather forget myself than any, than everyone else. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, let's hope that that doesn't happen. Oh, sort of on that <laughs> on that note, though, uh, I guess if you like forgot who you were, you wouldn't know what makes you the person that, that you are. What like what do you think that people would say about you if they had to explain who you are? Maybe like to someone else. What do you think people would say about you? I f- it depends on who it is. If it's my mum, she's mm. gonna obviously give the best approval and praise. But um, <laughs> it all depends. As a generic, I hope that people would. S- like remember me or like define me as someone who was like had a good sense of humor who was generous and you know just a decent human being so uh, that's what i'm hoping for and i try and live by that yeah yeah that's good although i asked that question i don't think anyone should sort of make it their business to worry about about how other people (laughs) think of them do you know what i mean otherwise you'll go you'll go mad you're you're literally literally if you worry Mm. about what everyone thinks of you then yeah you will literally just go crazy yeah i like to i like to think though people would say i'm a nice person sort of similar to you i do think it depends on the on the person and the setting because i've probably pissed people off before maybe maybe not knowingly I reckon there's I reckon there's at least twenty people in this in this world that would wouldn't mind me going missing or something. <laughs> I honestly wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> what what, what maybe have you from, done? Would, would you maybe from done? like school? Maybe from like school? Like you know, like everyone has that thing where you look back and you're like, when you're like sixteen, you're like, oh, such a cringy like little dickhead. And <laughs> I, I, I I I if my sixteen year old self walks through this door right now, I I tell him where to go. And like honestly, like. You know, I was probably like such an annoying little, <laughs> such an annoying little kid. Mm. So yeah, maybe that's why. 
Yeah, I think so. I, I agree. I agree with that. That actually leads on perfectly to the to the third like big question. Okay. That, would do you, would ten year old you be proud of the person that you've become? In some aspects, yes, and maybe in some aspects, no. Not yet. I'll say not yet. I'd say mm. that I'm still not. I'm still not. I'm at a good point. I'm happy with what I'm doing, and I'm happy for the plans I've got for the future. And I feel like I'm. I'm a good human being and stuff. So in that sense, yes, but maybe there's still more to come, I think, if you know what I mean. Like Yeah. Maybe a what few do more you years. think what do you think were like or what were your aspirations when you were a ten? I think uh, I probably had everyone kind of has unrealistic aspirations, I think, when they're younger. But yeah, um yeah. I don't know. I I think in where I am at the moment with what I'm doing for like work and like what I'm doing in like creation wise and what i have done and like all my experience i've had um and all the journeys i've been on all the adventures i've been on i think my 10 year old self would be pretty buzzing to to find out that yeah same for me i think my 10 year old self would be he'd be surprised like i'm 26 now i think he'd be surprised at how much i've experienced in like in those 16 years but yeah. I also think ten year old me would be really disappointed in reality. <laughs> like it's not just wrestling on the trampoline, kiddo. You can't be yeah, spending literally. all day on the PS2, on the GameCube anymore. Oh, GameCube! Wow, what an elite console! Yeah. Incredible, incredible. Like my ten year old self would be pissed off that I'm not a pro footballer or a professional golfer as well. I think. On that though, I think I don't think there's. A single boy or girl in this country that who's grown up with football, love football, hasn't thought about being a professional footballer. I think I, I still do. I still go. Oh, imagine that. That would be so cool. Yeah, yeah. I think I still feel I look, when I when I age and every birthday, I'm like, yeah, I could probably be in my prime years right now if <laughs> I was a professional footballer. <laughs> yeah, I'm no longer an academy prospect. Is there, is there anything that you hate about football? By the way, I don't know. That just entered my mind. VAR. Um, yeah. I think, thing is, right, VAR is a good concept, but it's not done properly, especially in English football. It's just mm. not done properly. It's not used properly. And I think that the refs, and like the in oh, English mate, football, the refs are so good. bad. They They're just so they don't know how to use it. Like I remember watching VAR in the World Cup. I don't think there was one controversial decision. It was done properly, and I was like, "This will be good for the Premier League." And it's just been an absolute disaster. So I'd say VAR, yeah, mainly. Mm. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I write that. Uh, sorry, I've really diverted us there. Uh, I'm sort of back onto like the, onto the people that uh, the people that we've become in. What do you, what age span do you think like you changed the most? Like in between. Which years? Not in terms of like, uh, like physically, like, like puberty wise. I mean, I mean, like for me, I reckon between twenty and twenty three, because before that, I was like, I was passive. Like, I, I don't remember really wanting to do anything. I just sort of glided uh, through life. I wasn't really asked about anything apart from going yeah. out on a Saturday, which was fun. But you know, don't get don't get much done. I think um, I was I was quite. I have to say, I was I was very immature, probably until eighteen, nearly knocking on nineteen, because I I also I didn't know what I wanted to do um, with myself or whatever, and I think that changed when I when I moved to Australia. I think I I was nineteen, 
and that's I was there for six months and that period I think I really grew up and I've um I didn't get on well at college didn't um wasn't anyone else's fault other than mine I just wasn't mm. mature enough and I was just an idiot at the time and I've come back from Australia and I've just gone right I want to knuckle down I want to get some more qualifications behind me because I've got some great experience I've I know I, I know what I love doing now like all um like content creation etc so um I wanted to knuckle down and get in a, uh, another qualification which was what I'm which is what I'm currently doing now so I'd say that 19 to 20 in the last year and a half or so is when I've kind of knuckled down a bit and kind of mm. changed gears. What did you do for the those six months in Australia? Did you work? Um, yeah, so um, I went out and did a tour of the East Coast, met some great people um, who I'm actually planning to travel with again, um, hopefully in the future. Um, yeah, so I did a tour, then I moved to Sydney for four months, worked in a bar in central Sydney, uh, like, mm. at, like this rooftop bar and style. it was unbelievable, unbelievable. Class, yeah, I never, I never quite made it to Australia, but uh, it was, it's always been sort of on the list. I've always, everyone says now though that New Zealand is the is the better shout. That's my next stop. Actually, yeah. Funnily enough, that's my next stop. That's what I've got. That's what I'm planning at the moment. So, what to live or to just that. a visit? Well, I've. I've always wanted to live abroad, not because I'm like, oh, I'm too good for the UK. And no, I've just always <laughs> wanted to live abroad. So um, it, w- it was meant to be Australia. Um, I came back. Um, and then when I came back, obviously COVID and that started. And mm. then my visa ran out. So unfortunately, I can't go back to Australia um, with like another working holiday visa. But I can with New Zealand. And New Zealand was always um, second on my list. If, if anything ever went wrong with Australia, that was my backup. So that's what I'm going mm. with. Nice, nice. I, I hope that happens for you pretty soon. But, uh, yeah, yeah, Alfie, that covers all the questions that we've got on this uh, this uh, audio exclusive episode. I was going to say bonus episode, but it's not really <laughs> a bonus episode. But yeah, that's it. Uh, done and dusted. Wicked. If you've enjoyed this, then click, then click subscribe or follow wherever you're listening. Alfie, thank you for joining me. Thanks so much for having me on, man. It's been a blast. Pleasure. The pleasure is mine. It's been a short but sweet one. Yeah, it has indeed. I've enjoyed it though. Love the topics. I love the questions you brought for me. nice one right to the listeners thank you take care and see you soon ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.